Welcome to our Parenting with Purpose podcast hosted by Laura Seibert. We are a group of moms from the Antioch movement that are passionate about our calling from God to raise kids who love Jesus and equip them to fulfill all God has called them to be. We know that parenting is the hardest job on the planet, and our desire is to cast vision and equip our listeners on raising kids in today's culture through both our victories and failures. We desire that our time together will encourage, inspire, and bring you hope. Now here is this week's podcast. All right, well, welcome again, Connie and Christy. Hey, and myself. Hey guys. Hi. Um, so glad you um, guys are tuning in with us. Really fun today. I was at church yesterday, and some uh, lady ran up to me. She's like, "Oh my goodness, I." needed the podcast on sibling rivalry because I popped into it the other day and it was exactly what I needed. So that encouraged my heart. So encouraging. I know. I want to encourage all of us. Yes. Yes. Okay. I said, well, hey, if we can help one person. It's worth it. it. That is what we're doing. Just wanting to sow out our experiences so you guys can take some of the things that we have walked through, good and bad, and apply them as God leads you into your life and reap just a harvest of righteousness in your kiddos. So, yes. Amen. Yeah. So today um, we are going to talk about, we're going to call this heart training, training the heart. And um, we, uh, Connie and I are laughing because we both kind of had the whole same expression come out to uh, come out in us last week. And I was thinking, that's what we're doing. We're training heart responses. Yes. A uh, response to obedience, a, spo- a response to God, mm-hmm. a response to honoring authority, all these responses that kids were not none of us were given um mm-hmm. in our birth but that we were having to be put into them and a couple of scriptures i was looking at this morning before we were um we gathered together is again proverbs 22 6 which says um start children off on the way they should go and even when they are old they will not turn from it Yes, so so um, that's an encouragement that we are mm-hmm. starting them off in the way they should go. Yes. It doesn't say, so this even implies as you look at this scripture, of course, in English, tra- that was in the New International Version, but in the English Standard Version, it says, train up a child in the way he should go, even when he was old, he will not depart. It, here, it shows that we have to put mm-hmm. into our kids yes. right responses or right attitudes yes. or even right values because it's just not a given. And then I ran, I remembered this one this morning too, Proverbs 20, 11, And it says this, um, even a child makes himself known by his acts by whether his conduct is pure and right. Mm-hmm. All right. That's in the English Standard Version, but in the New International Version, it says, even small children are known by their actions if their conduct is really pure and upright. So it sounds like we can start pretty young. Yes. This is not something we're waiting until. So if you're out there and you're thinking, well, when do we start? Well, I read in the word small. Yes. And I think we're all nodding our heads. The sooner you start, you you reap the benefits. It's hard. I I think I might have said this before, but there was a Chick-fil-A book that I saw years ago Mm -hmm. when my kids were little. And it says, I think it was like better to um, train a child then oh gosh the mend a man the mend a man yeah and so I remember that was the title and it's like oh my gosh this is so true this is the word you know Mm -hmm. so we're going to train a child then mend a man so 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 today we're going to talk about heart training and we're going to just jump in there and share our own 
um, processes in that, what we valued in that. And so I will launch this out to you ladies. When I'll comment. I'm going to send it your way. Uh, actually, Connie, you just shared a little bit. Do you want to start? Um, yeah. You just did a little training sure. on that. Yeah, we had a parenting weekend at church a couple weeks ago. And so I had the honor of speaking on heart training. And, um, you know, I think one thing is when you have kids that are little, it is not too soon to think, what kind of adult do I want them to be? You're thinking, you're parenting with the end in mind. Yes. You know, and so we're like, we want our kids to be a blessing. And so we're like, okay, what what behaviors do I need? What values do I want to put into my children? Because the belief and the values are actually what spur behavior. That's good. And so if I can put good beliefs and values into them, then their behavior will eventually start mm-hmm. and and replicate those beliefs and values. Um, you know, and I think, so it's not too late to start thinking, I want my child to be a blessing when they go to yeah. life group, when they're in school, when they have a boss someday. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, you're like, what kind of adult? How do I, what do I want them not to depart from when they're old? Yes, you know, absolutely. and start being intentional about the standards that you put before your children. Yeah, I remember one of those, as you're saying that, like I was even recently at home, let's do sitting at a table. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think we get all, all of a sudden. So at home, um, it's so easy to like let them sit there for five minutes and let them run off and play because you maybe you have company or something and you don't want to train them to sit there. Yes. But that doesn't work when you go to a restaurant. Right. Does that make sense? Because mm-hmm. so training even that at home, like, hey, mm-hmm. we're going to set the timer for twenty minutes, and we're going to practice sitting there, practice, you know, um, even having a toy on their tray mm-hmm. or whatever. Yes. Versus, so I think so many parents. I was guilty of that too. It's like ten minutes, they're down. I can actually, if they're over in the room playing, I'm going to get a better conversation. Right. But if you don't start young, you go to a restaurant, you go to somebody else's house. You're done. There's right. no even chance you're going to have any conversation. That's just something that popped in my mind when yeah. you thought about what's the end in mind. The end yes. in mind is I do value, we and we do in our culture, in our our, our cybers, we did eat out. So yeah. I just can't have my kids be done in 10 minutes and right. want to go off and play. So we yeah. had to begin to put this in process. Yeah. And I think even just like thinking about at the this at the table in a restaurant, I with the end in mind too, I would think, okay, do you want your kid to have a phone, like to babysit mm-hmm. them, like, and either, it, you can decide, right. like you have your end in mind, this isn't a right or a wrong, but you're going to train them. If do you want to train them to entertain themselves at the table? Or do you want to train their heart to like have conversation yes. or to have a device and whatever you do just know that that it'll, it'll play itself out as they get older and older. And so I think that that's like a, not a right or wrong type of thing. It's like, you have to decide, but don't be surprised if you are trying to train them to do it. And they want the phone every time you're at the table, because that's, you're training them onto something in whatever way you're doing. Mm -hmm. So I think that's, something to think about. I think one of the hard things that we do as parents is when we're in the moment, we get frustrated Mm -hmm. because our kids aren't doing what we think they should be doing in the moment, but we haven't set them up to win. Exactly. And so like for me, I thought through, all right, when we go to story time at the library, what do I want 
Mm-hmm. How do I, what do I want for my kids? When we're at the grocery store, when we're at grandparents' house, when we're at life group, when they are in their classroom at school, I thought through the situations. Mm-hmm. You know, we had to train, my kids are major extroverts, and so we had to train our kids on how to greet guests yep. because we didn't have the shy kids that wouldn't <laughs> speak to people. We had the kids that people wanted to run away from because they were like, people <laughs> are like too much. Too much you know? <laughs> so we had to train our kids how not to attack people at the front door. And Buddy. You know, and our dog. Our dog is <laughs> likes to, I love my children, even my dog are extreme extroverts. I love it. Um, you know, and so I had to think that through mm-hmm. and then I had to teach them yeah. because it's, it's values. It's like, hey, we value people and we want to welcome people in our home. And so this is what you can do to welcome people in our home. Um, It's putting that value of people. It's not just the, oh my gosh, I don't want them to overwhelm people when they walk in the door. It's what values. People come over to our house a lot. And so I needed my kids to not tackle um, the guest when they come in. And so um, it's just... It's being intentional for what behaviors you want from your kids so that they can win. Right. Um, And so that you don't get frustrated when you're at the grocery store or you don't get embarrassed. Mm -hmm. You know, like we even trained our kids on if you see something that you're curious about, like, then you whisper it to mommy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that way I didn't have my kids pointing at somebody with... Because they're naturally curious because somebody's dressed funny or someone looks different than them or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, They could whisper it to me because I didn't want to be embarrassed by the kid that just like, Mom, look at that person. Yeah. You know, because not because they're mean hearted, Mm -hmm. but because they're a child and naturally curious. And so we just had to think through and... Y'all, it's hard work. It It is. That's what I... So I'm saying all of this and I'm like, I'm overwhelmed just thinking about it. But it's possible mm-hmm. and it's doable if you take it one, one step little at a time. thing mm-hmm. at a time. Absolutely. Right. So, Christy, how did you break it down with your kids so that it wasn't so overwhelming? Yeah, I think um, what you were saying is so key is the thinking about, like, and I talked about this in an earlier podcast about our kind of rally cry or what are we going after in this season? So I would think of like, okay, are we training to sit at the table? We're going to really be clear about what those expectations are. Because I think that that's the thing where we as parents get it wrong is we aren't clear with our expectations. Mm -hmm. And then we get frustrated when they're not doing what we want. And the kid's like, well, I didn't know that I was supposed to do, you know, this or that. Mm -hmm. And so I think we have to be clear with our expectations. We have to train them in what that looks like. So this is how you share a toy. Like this is what it looks like. Not Mm -hmm. just share, you need to share your toys or whatever it is, but this is what that looks like. And then give them chances to practice that. And I was thinking, Connie, as you were talking about it, I'm like, it does take so much time. And I think my encouragement would be, especially for young moms, is to don't busy yourself so much so you have that time at home to train them because that's when you train them is at home Mm -hmm. when you have when you're not stressed when you are just in the play and you you have the time to do that but if your life is so busy and as your kids get older like it just gets busier even if you try to narrow it it's just busy and so 
take the time when they're young to to train that like to take that time to really yeah. be able to develop and train them so i think pick one thing be super clear with your kids on the expectations of what you're expecting them and the consequences if they don't yes, do that absolutely. and so you can't just one time you know put them in you you didn't call it what did you call it isolation yeah isolation isolation <laughs> or um you can't I, I think you need to be consistent in your expectations and consistent in your discipline. Like, yeah. okay, if you do this, then this is the, the consequence. consequence. <laughs> and some things there are, are natural consequences. Some things there are like, what's the word you were using? Was, when you have to put a consequence in, there's natural consequences and there's structured consequences. Exactly. And the kids know the natural consequences tend to lend to themselves. Like the kid drops the spoon repeatedly and you're like, oh, we don't drop our spoon at the table. And then they keep dropping. And you're like, oh, well, you don't get a spoon. You don't get a spoon, yeah. Yeah. you know, or whatever. And then there's structured consequences, which are like um, maybe isolation or removal of a social privilege, um, interactions with peers kind of deal. Because kids, man, they love to play and they are social beings, mm-hmm. you know. Um, something that invokes pain of some sort, a right amount of pain and an appropriate level of pain or some kind of chastisement. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but the kids know what's coming. It's Absolutely. when we start issuing these consequences mm-hmm. and the kids don't know what they are, mm-hmm. then they're confused and you're not training their heart. Right. So. That's, yeah. Well, that's what it says like Ephesians. It says fathers don't exasperate your children. Yes. Yeah. Exasperation yeah. comes when there's not nobody's clear right dad's not mom dad we haven't been clear on our expectations we haven't trained kids not clear either because maybe they've been told but they haven't been shown maybe they've been told and they haven't been uh, there's no consequences to it or maybe we're inconsistent inconsistent. yeah and so just take it's just that's so i would say you know that's that reset word we use yeah if you're sensing where is there confusion or exasperation frustration where is there um uh, out of controlness is mm-hmm. like I love it. It's stop and focus on one, and think through. Pray, Holy Spirit of God, what am I trying to accomplish? What do I want to yes. see? Yeah, and then get some good uh, explanations going on. Get some practice going on, and get mm-hmm. some consequences for the misbehavior if it comes. So everybody knows the way it goes, and that's really yeah. up. Like I said again. I've said it before too, it's up to us to be clear and yes. to be intentional and to make sure that we're following through and what we're asking to do. Yeah. You know, and then putting that into I know as little mom if you're a mom of little, uh, littles out there, we would I remember my kids were little, we actually put training as part of our schedule today. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I, I put it in there, That's knowing, true. you know, right before nap time, maybe that's that probably harder because we're tired. Yeah. Maybe after nap time, after snack, uh-huh. there was a training time. I remember one of the first things I trained my kids because we also went to a lot of homes when our kids were little mm-hmm. and they just there, not every home is baby-proofed for my children. Right. Exactly. And right. so I remember, um, now I baby-proofed my home because I didn't want to walk around and just all day long. No, and no, no. you want your home to be safe. The yeah. main environment where your children Absolutely. are needs to be safe yes. for them. Absolutely. So they, um, so we have the outlets covered, those things. You know, we have the gate over the stairs if there was there, those type of things. But I remember um, even putting something pretty nice in the middle of my table, our coffee table, mm-hmm. reachable for our ki- my kids. And I go, that's a no touch, that's you so know, good. and I practice no touch. Yeah. And then I would put something else down and go, that's a touch. You can touch this, but that's a no touch. So when I say, they go no for touch. it, I'm like, that's a no touch, you know, and then we had, if you touch that, 
you know, the consequence, you're going to have consequences and this is what they are. And so I remember, cause then I would go to a home and I would scope the home out and my kids understood no touch. I'm like, Hey yes. buddy, that's a no touch. Yeah. And we've practiced, we've trained, they've experienced consequences at home. So hopefully they don't yes. have to experience them there. Yeah. But, um, there was just this, these same consistent words. I also found consistent yes. words, such are yes. small ones, yes. like yes. be still, commands. Yeah. no touch, you know, not, and of course, as they get older and I pro- I talk to my kids in mature language the whole time. Yes. I didn't right. use necessarily baby talk, yeah. but we did use simple commands yes. that yeah. were consistent. So yes. they knew what those meant and also had a consequence to it if it didn't come yeah. up to play. Yeah, that's and, really good. I mean, we're even in a place, like if you've got teenagers, we had a situation in our home this weekend with one of our kids, and I was talking to Sean, and I was like, okay, we've got to revisit some mm-hmm. training on mm-hmm. um, what do you do when you disagree with someone? How do you properly, like that's for good. a teenager, could this is the right way to disagree with someone? Yeah. You know, because we had a conflict in our home, and I was like, all right, I'm seeing that we're butting heads Mm -hmm. and I'm not getting the behavior. I'm not getting the response that I want. I'm not seeing the right heart response. And so Mm -hmm. it's my job to train even my teenagers. So I'm like, all right, we've got to revisit this. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's constant, but it's when we start seeing these places of conflict with our kids where you're constantly frustrated or you're constantly embarrassed. It's like, oh, I probably need to go back and do a little bit of focus training. So like, even if you're a working mom, just say, hey, two nights a week mm-hmm. after dinner, we're going to play 10 minutes mm-hmm. of training games, you right. know? And it's not just so that your kids behave well. Exactly. It's the yeah. heart underneath it of, like for us, we're really in it. Of like, I've got to teach my kids how to disagree with respect. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so mm-hmm. we've got to revisit that. Or I want my kids to honor grandma with their words. Mm-hmm. So we're going to practice yes, mommy. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we're going to play the yes, mommy game or yeah. whatever it is. You know, just 10 minutes, like making it simple and putting it into play. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's how kids learn, yes. especially in the younger years. Um, Absolutely. It's worth doing. Yeah. And you're going to, you will reap the the harvest if you don't get it up. Yes. That's the Bible. You know? Absolutely. So. Why don't we both, all three share, just maybe, um, we, we talk about consequences. So what were some, when you think consequences, and they and they have different levels. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. I think we mentioned one time for us in our home, our disrespect mm-hmm. and lying were like yes. highest consequences in our home. Uh-huh. I mean, yes, you are too. going to be, because that is that turns into manipulation mm-hmm. and yes. no good for them. Right. Yeah. In the long run. And those and that's sneaky too. It, yeah. it, it's being sneaky. It's, it's being deceit. Right. It is deceit. Yes. And it's deceptive. And the old testament and all the whole Bible's full of the um God hates liars. God hates liars. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Let's just say it's simple. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Like yeah, exactly. So God God hates lies. I don't want to say God hates yes. liars. Yeah. Good word. Lies. Yes. Exactly. You know, and that's how Eve was tricked. Yeah. The devil took something of God and twisted it a little bit. Yeah. And it deceived her. Mm-hmm. And so that in our home. 
Yeah, that's what they So share a couple consequences for us. And I just, I'll say, we did all kinds of things. I remember when, um, different levels of different things. I remember mm-hmm. when our kids, all, all, when they were younger, we did discipline. And we did it through, we read the word over and over and over again. And so for us, there were, there was a, there were consequences as they got, they got swats. And they got in a safe place on their bottom. Mm-hmm. We had very clear structure for it. I'm going to say that because we read the words so clearly and of those things. Mm-hmm. And so when they were younger, those were sometimes they got, and particularly for those two things that I said, because mm-hmm. it was an, a process of this is the expectation. This is what will happen. And if you do this, you will get this. And then after that, there was a resolution come mm-hmm. together. There was a love. And you, we have a book out called... Um, Parenting Without Regret, and if you are want more information on that or me to go into higher detail, I do encourage you to get the book. We do talk about different structures that we did um, in disciplining our kiddos, and I'm saying that just because for us, I wish you could hear my oldest son because he would say it, it was such a clear process and it had such a um, conclusion of coming back. It was the, yes. it was over. There was no guilt. There was no shame. There was love. There was reconciliation. There was mm-hmm. come back into the family. Yes. And so he would say in that type of structure we had, particularly when he was young, it taught him that you can, when you get disciplined by God, mm-hmm. you, can, mm-hmm. you draw to God. Yeah. You don't yes. pull from God. Yes. God's not mean. It's right. part of the process. Yes. We, so. we had a parenting we had a panel this past week at our parenting weekend, and we brought in college students. And one young lady, um, she's a sophomore in college, and she was talking about the consequences that her parents put on her. Mm-hmm. And she just said there was no shame attached yeah. to mm-hmm. it. So she's like, I have no resentment toward my parents because they put consequences in my life. Whether that's a verbal, like we have, you can verbally lash your kids, mm-hmm. or you can choose to do a spanking or you can choose to put them in isolation whatever method you put in there if there's shame attached to it and if there's no resolution Uh like the key to godly consequences Uh is the resolution at the end where you grab your child and you say I forgive you Uh I love you we're going to move forward together Uh and and then you truly move on. You're not holding that over your kid. Mm-hmm. You know, the right. Bible says God separates our sins from us as far as the East is from the West. So when we have to put a consequence on our kids, we've got to move on yeah. right. as the parents so that they can move on. And that's the key to disciplining and yeah. giving correction well mm-hmm. is how, what's the resolution? If you do whatever and you're still mad at each other and you go to separate rooms and then you never really talk about it and everybody eventually is just okay that's not okay. you're not okay <laughs> no. right, your kids right. are not, their heart is not okay your heart is not okay so going through and it takes time right. but think of how much time god spends with us yeah you know and he's so patient with us and he sees it through to the other side with us Absolutely. and if we do that with our kids the training and the consequences side of it it will bear good fruit. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, I think you'll find if, if you think that, like, there's no way, and that comes with, even when you say that word, I know that comes, that can, in our culture today, that can really trigger a lot of emotions because yeah. we all come from our own perspective. I don't know what that means to you, but you look in your past and you think, oh my goodness, or you've seen it being used wrong or, and that, and I think so, I would encourage you just in 
because I said that word, swatting, I, I do encourage you to look in the word all through Proverbs and just read the word. But it, you're like, but that's not that. We're saying you find a way that works for you. And that wasn't our only way. I remember mm-hmm. our one of our kids loved money. We noticed at a young age. They were very... Um, Money just seemed to, we did chores around the house, so you got money for your chores, you know. And I remember this this one child, he, what's he, he's one boy, he did not want to buckle his seatbelt. We had, in a, of course, in our day, we didn't have car seats that went way up. To, right. By the time yeah. you were six, you were in a normal car seat, just a normal car yeah. with a buckle. This is a long time ago. And so I remember my rule was when you get in the car, buckle your seatbelt. Of course, I trained, we did that. Well, this little guy just didn't want to do that. I mean, I, I would be like, buckle your seatbelt, said my thing, backing out at the stop sign, look back, this kid's not buckled. And so we had to start a process. I got a little jar. I thought, what, I what's going what's gonna to help this kid? <laughs> I remember this. So I got a jar of nickels, and I put, we put in like 10 nickels. And we, I said, okay, this is the deal. I said, when, by the time, if we, you buckle your seatbelt, by the time I literally, my back wheels hit in the back of the driveway, I will put another nickel in here. But if you don't, I will take nickels out. And, and if the jar gets empty, you will start paying me nickels. And that kid, it did not take him long because uh, he was yeah. motivated by money. I Even at a young age. The pain. And like, the yes. pain of like, he felt the pain. Like, yeah. I want more nickels in there. Yes. I'm like, nickel out. And don't worry. The rest of my kids held him accountable. It really wasn't even yeah. like, uh, yeah. he's not buckled. He's not buckled. Yeah. You know, Take and so nickel, nickel out. You know, <laughs> and so it was like, yay, he did it. And so that was such a motivation at a young age. And that yeah. worked, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes we have to find, you know, also you're thinking, what do you need to work on? And how are you going to do it? Think about what each kid's different. What right. is their motivation? Yeah. What is going to hurt yes. a little bit? Yeah. That yeah. They have to feel the consequence to change. Yeah. yeah. And lots of times we find these consequence. We find these places we have to work on our kids is by our mess ups. Mm-hmm. As you heard me, I thought I trained. I'm driving out the driveway. I look back. Junior back there is like. Not obviously in a buckled situation. (laughs) And so I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, we've made a mistake. You know, and I can get mad and I can start like, buckle your seatbelt. Or I can just say, hey. Nickel out. Or yeah, exactly. I can say, we've got something to work on. Instead Uh, of me getting mad, I have to look at myself and go, all right. Yeah. We're back around the mountain. I thought we trained this, but obviously training leaks. It does. Connie, you just mentioned it. You have to revisit things. And I think you have to know the developmental stage of your kids. Where are they? What? Is what you're asking them to do developmentally appropriate? Right. Yeah. You know, so if good. you're expecting a two-year-old to always remember to buckle their seatbelt, right? That's not developmentally appropriate. But right. for a well, they probably can't. I know. With the I'm way those buckles go these yeah, days, no I way. don't even think but, a rocket you know, science can start a seven-year-old. Yeah. You know, so you have to know what you're asking your kids. Is it developmentally appropriate? I love right. this thing. Um, it's called parenting inside or outside of the funnel. Mm-hmm. And the younger the kids are, the narrower. Um, the funnel side is and so at a young age they don't really have a whole lot of choice Mm -hmm. and the older they get we're parenting them toward freedoms and the the liberty of obedience you know like obedience is liberating Mm -hmm. and freeing Mm -hmm. you know and so we're training toward that and we're helping them um and they know what to do you know and it's really I love the nickel jar I remember the nickel jar yeah for your little I remember also when, um, like older, I'll think of, I'm just thinking of an older consequence. These are coming to my mind, but when, and this is a big deal when our kids, um, you know, that feeling when your kids start driving, oh, how about man. the first time you let your 16 year old 16 oh, no, birthday yeah, drive off oh, in the is, car? It is equally so, terrifying and 
liberating because exactly. you don't have to take them anywhere anymore. Exactly, but it's like there goes my this inheritance that I just invested in sixteen years, yeah. driving off with all this oh power. God. So you know? scary. Oh, and so I remember telling oh, one of our kids, you know, they drove off to school, and I said, "This is the deal. Here you go." You know, you can go to school, but I, I know how long it takes to get to your school. Yeah. And by the time you get there, this is the first time. And he had to drive on a highway to get to, to, get to yeah. his high school. I need a text. So I know what time school starts, and I know what time you're supposed to be. It's get, you should park your car. And I'm going to yeah. give you a little margin. So you got 10 minutes in there. But I need a text here safely. That's yeah. what I need. Mm-hmm. And um, so off we go. Do you think I got a text? No. No, didn't get a text. So I'm texting him. Of course, he's not supposed to have his phone in school. Right. But I'm yeah. texting him and going, hello. You know, yeah. I get one by like, like 8.30. Definitely 15 minutes too late. And it's like, oh, I'm here safely. I forgot. And so next day, I looked at him and we were like, one more chance, buddy. What are you supposed to do? He knew. Drive to school. Park the car. My suggestion is don't even turn the car off until yeah. you text. text here safely. That's all you have to say to Yeah. Me. I don't even want an emoji. That's fine. Yeah. If you want to give me one, that's great. Yeah. You don't have to. Same thing. Totally forgot. Oh, so, no. And so we came home and we were like, that's it. I'm driving you to school again for the rest of the week. So I dro- after he had license, car, oh, wow. mommy drove to school again. Yeah. You know, and I was like, when your kid, your friends see you, you're just going to have to Natural Do you think that worked? Right that here. worked. And so we, and of course, I said, we got the car back. Let's do it for one more week. It's it. gone. We're fine. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? We didn't make them do it forever, but that was like a consequence to yeah. older. So they have to be age appropriate what they do. Right. And it costs something. Yeah. Yes. It has to be the right amount of pain. Yeah. Yes. And the appropriate level of pain. Right. And you, each kid's pain place right. is going to be different. different. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's our job to know our kids of like, not what's we know what hurts them. Mm-hmm. We also know what motivates them. Yes. Like, hey, yeah. I want you to get this. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like you knew he, you would put a nickel right. in there mm-hmm. and yeah. you did it. So mm-hmm. you were, it wasn't just that I'm going to take nickels Not away negative, from you. Not negative, positive. It was that yeah. you're getting nickels for this and it motivates. You probably still don't give your kid a nickel when they right. buckle their seatbelt. <laughs> so there's seasons, <laughs> yeah. you know. I think it's just knowing our kids. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and knowing how to help, how to get to their heart. Because, again, we're trying to get to their hearts yeah. right. through all of this. Mm-hmm. So. And I love, I think, I'm sorry, Christy, I'm not Oh, you can go. Well, yeah, sorry. I was yeah. thinking, too, with getting to the heart with um, uh, something else I would do when a kid was, um, like, had a conflict with another one of their siblings is to ask them, how can I make it better? Like, so, again, it's, it's, parenting with that end in mind of like I don't want you just to like say I'm sorry like that doesn't that doesn't work but like okay how can you you know you hurt them like maybe you took something that was theirs and you're you can't like asking them how can you make it better and in the sense of just looking towards not just like the action and saying I'm sorry and doing it but like actual reconciliation is like going the extra mile of like how can I how can I make this situation better for you I've hurt you in this way but what can I do so mm-hmm. I think that thinking through that with your constant that's not really a consequence but I think it's heart training it's heart mm-hmm. training and like going the extra mile with them as well another thing I was like thinking is having them I would make them sometimes with sibling conflict is like write like 
50 things that they liked about their other sibling. Okay. And that was really painful for some of mine. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, that's a, like, because you're writing, which if you don't oh, like writing is uh, that painful. Would be painful for and then kids. thinking of a lot of things, like, you know, you can only say each word once, like nice can only be once, you know, <laughs> like we can't say nice 50 times. So anyway, just those are some other ideas of, but it's again, like, that writing might hurt and taking away electronics is always a yes a kind of if that's something that's important to your kid yeah I think it's getting down to and, and you know what I'm, I'm gonna empathize with you and I think we've all been there too we talk about heart training but um and sometimes the kids don't realize they need that uh-huh. yeah you know and so I was thinking I know when our kids got older too we, we were at moments that we would say okay why don't you help us come up with a something uh-huh. that's yes. going to really help you remember this yeah uh-huh. because one yes. thing some of these things i just need you to remember this and this it it's still because it's important to me you have to remember this right so obviously we're having a breakdown so you tell me how you're gonna what's gonna what yeah. consequence can i give you that yeah. you're gonna remember and then sometimes so they're not maybe that situation one's not come to mind but they don't get it but it's important to me and i need them to get it they don't yeah. see the value of it but i don't care it's right maybe Maybe the texting kid, you know. Yeah. It's like, it's important to me because I sit and think that you are dead on the road. Yeah. Your car's flipped over. With yeah. A, I'm going to look, read in the paper that there was a seven car pileup and you're in the middle of it. That's where my mind got right, went right. in yeah. 10 minutes. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm a mom and I'm a human being. Yeah. You know, and so to you, you're just thinking, what's the big deal, mom? I'm right. safely here. You no know? news is good news. I, I pa- no news is good. And it passed my driver's test. You know? Yeah. So yeah. it's like, but they didn't, they didn't understand it. So this kid needed to yeah. say, this is come, you got to come to me here. Yeah. And then there's some that they just need to, um, so there's those situations and it's there's some, they don't others. see it yet, but yeah, they have to, they have to that. get that in there. Yeah. And there's a lot, you're like, Hey, I'm doing this for your good. Like right. honoring people, learning learning to have argument or disagreement right. respectfully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's going to happen. It's going to pay off in your job. It's going to yeah. pay off in your relationships later in life. And so they have to learn those things. You yeah. know, you're helping them. I'm developing you into a better husband, Amen. wife, employee, employer one day. There's these yes. things, you know, uh, working in context of community, your cohorts, you know. So I think there's things kids don't see at the time, but we were saying, I'm really trying to develop and help you be successful. Right. Yeah. And that's that's the goal is we want our kids to be obedient, lifelong followers of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so it starts when they're little, uh-huh. you know, learning how to take mommy's no, yeah. you know, yeah. with a good attitude, learning yeah. how to not touch the remote control at grandma's house because yeah. we're going to honor grandma's stuff. You know, all these things like... It's not because it's again. It's we want them right. to be lifelong obedient yeah, followers of Jesus, yes. you know. And when we take the time, it's worth it. But yeah. it is like I think Hard my work. heart is going out there to all yeah. of the yeah. moms who have a seven-year-old, a three-year-old, and a nursing baby. Absolutely, you know, because I was there, and it is, mamas are you're tired. Mm-hmm. Um, I get it. I think I could cry when I think about how mm-hmm. tired you are mm-hmm. because it is just constant. It's ex- and, exhausting. and and just to give yourself grace too, some kids are harder to train than other kids. Uh-huh. And so I think yes, that that good, is Christy. helpful to know because tra- you have to do the work, but also don't compare like, oh my gosh, 
Johnny is like so obedient to every single that thing that so his good. mom says. Because I that was, you know, you got some, I've had some strong willed, like very strong willed kids yeah. that you. It, it's not like I just let them rule the roost because no, but it might on the outward, yeah. like you might have to do more work just to be honest. Yeah, one, uh, one in uh, the glare, the evil eye, you yes. know, that they're like, back off. Okay. Yes. Got it. And one's just like, hmm, that's right. You yeah. Are. You're like, like, you give me that glare and I'll, I'll give, give it, it back. back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. See, that's, you're right. They're, and they're all different. And that's yeah, exhausting. It is. But so it's, it's okay. Like we've all been there with hard kids. So don't give up. Do yeah, not yeah. give up. That's don't the Galatians uh, 6. Yeah, like you will reap a harvest if, if you, you don't, don't give up. So to all of the mamas that are ready to throw in the towel, um, don't throw it in. Yeah. Maybe pick one battle and just choose that one. And okay, sorry. Well, we got something going on upstairs. <laughs> yes. So grab your babies, hug them tight. Amen. Be consistent, and you can do it, Mama. Yeah. You can do it. And remember, when LL spells, we pray. And then end with, and Lord, we, just don't give up. It's, yes. This too don't will pass. Up, I would pray, will. amen, thank you, Jesus. This too will pass, and it'll pass. Yeah, and yeah. you have been given everything you need for life amen. and godliness, mm-hmm. both. And so Jesus sees you. He yeah. knows that you are in the throes of it. And he's just asked Jesus, what one thing do I take? And he'll tell you. All right. Okay, all righty. This one was long, but we hope it was super helpful. Yeah. We'll talk to y'all soon. Yeah. Have a good week. Yeah. Bye. Thank you for joining us this week on Parenting with Purpose. To be notified of every new episode, hit the subscribe button wherever you choose to listen. If you found this episode helpful, please let us know by leaving a review and sharing with a friend. Thank you, and we'll see you on the next episode.